now, he tells me. Yep. This Tribble is dead. And so are these. A lot of them are dead. A lot of them are alive. They won't be for long. Yo, what's up, everybody? Holla at your boy. This is Len, a.k.a. The Bat Tribble, welcoming you to another edition of... What are we at? Um, Dead Tribbles d- Talking. Dead Tribbles Talking. Dead Tribbles Talking, the uh, Black Tribbles... Review and uh, recap series. Review and recap series of The Walking, the walking Dead. Dead. Of The Walking Dead. AMC is The Walking Dead, yes. Yes. And I am here with... The man, the myth, the legend, Master Tribble, E-Mag. How you living? There you go. All right, so this is uh, episode 12. Season uh, 7. Season 7 of The Walking Dead. Say yes. Oh, that was the title of it? Is All it? you have to do is say yes. <laughs> Rick asked Michonne to say yes. Yes. We've seen it say yes a couple times. Yes. It, yes. It was basically, for the most part, an all Rick and Michonne. Um, it's like so, they were literally gave Keith from up the block what he wanted, fighting and fucking. Yes. So Keith from up the block. Are you not entertained? Right. Because Did you not get what you asked for? You wanted more fighting than you wanted more fucking. Well, there was plenty of fighting, and there was more than ample amounts of fucking. Seven short days later, like from your lips to producer's ears. Yes, you have the power. Clearly. He got the juice now. He got the juice. Um, do you have Rick and Michonne? They're out on the mission to get the guns um, so that they can rally up their troops to fight Negan. And they are basically just going scavenging from house to house, clear a house, lay in the house, break in the break in the house. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Repeat. Exactly. So um, clear, fuck, repeat. Yes. Until they come upon a carnival, which I guess for some reason has a whole lot of military boards in there. Yes. As well. Right. That are all dead, still with their guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, being the rough and tough uh, warriors that they are, believe that they can clear out this entire carnival full of walkers just with the two of them. Two of them. Not only that, they literally fall upon a treasure trove of ready to eat um, food. Just yeah, rations and provisions. Yes, just stocked up there, waiting to be for the taking. Yeah, I didn't know the military used carnivals as staging areas, but apparently, in the apocalypse, that's where you want to go to. That's like the treasure trove of yes. what you need: exactly. guns, MREs, canned goods, like what the hell, body armor. Because I'm assuming the soldiers, you know, were all you know in their gear and stuff. So I'm I'm sure you could have took some body armor that could have sweetened the pot for the junkyard dogs. Um, but it looked like they only took the guns because they you know that was the agreement. But I think I would have took some body armor for like us, you know. True that, true that. So, so they're clear. So they believe that they can clear out this whole carnival full of walkers. Um, they basically are having fun doing it until it's literally like a weekend getaway. Like if this is their romantic this is their getaway, resort. yeah. Like yeah. they haven't had any time alone, you know, ever. Right. So, like, this is, like, literally, like, you know, a couple's road trip, a nice little weekend getaway. Rick was quick to be like, hey, one more day. 
of the yeah. day and a half. Let's just extend the vacay a little bit. We don't gotta get back just yet. Exactly. You know, like he was like he was just chilling on his on his chill. Like you yeah, know, he was hey, enjoying it. We having like we having adventures. You know, we can't go water skiing, so we go slop some heads real quick. Until Rick, because he believes that you know, he says that he owes Michonne a deer, and he see comes upon a deer, he does a little bit too much. Yes in the midst of killing all these walkers and tries to bag her a deer at which point he falls down gets beset upon by a ton of walkers Michonne comes running to the to his rescue only seemingly to get there too late she's ready to give up the Dutch um, lo and behold Rick pops out of the side of some uh, somewhere he hid yeah something that fell over and he's hid in it and he breaks out there basically a carnival dumpster equivalent Exactly, exactly. Uh, and picks up Michonne's sword that she had dropped and stunned disbelief. Yeah, because she's, 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 she's done. She's gone. She was like jaw on the ground, not defending herself, ready to be like, shit, I'm next. And then literally in a scene that is straight out of Highlander yes. or, or King Arthur or, um, or, or maybe even Samurai Jack, <laughs> he... he Throws the sword across a sun-drenched sky, at which point Michonne notices, like, Rick, the sword! Catches Catch and slice. And slice two heads at, at, at once. Like, that was, like, the quickest recovery ever. Like, she didn't even have a beat to change her emotions. No. She had to, like, be, be stunned, sad, catch, hopeful, and then... Passionate, impassioned to fight again. You know what I mean? Like, there was a lot happening in that three-second, you know, transition or that night, that sword pass. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so that, was, that was a fun moment. It, that, was, that, was, uh, it, that was something. And meanwhile, just to, to wrap up uh, uh, our kind of like recap of the episode, you know, you, you flash back and you see Rosita, who's going through it. Trying she to, really is going through it. She's going through it. She's like, like, yo, she needs something to do. She like, I think, you know, losing Abraham lost like her, her, her true connection to the crew. I don't know if it's just that because she seems like she's gotten worse since Abraham. I think like Spencer and Eugene and she definitely feels responsible. When she had her blow up at um, Gabriel this episode, I definitely see she feels guilty about Eugene, which is yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Um, we never got to see anything like that from Daryl when uh, Glenn bought it. And right. I, I blame Daryl for Glenn. You know what I mean? I'm not saying he shouldn't have done what he did. It was what it was and it played out the way it played out. Um but I don't see any. I didn't see anybody kind of take that position towards Daryl, even though I think that would have been quite warranted. You know, yeah, somebody so. should have had that problem. Somebody, Maybe Maggie. It, it should have been a, like at least, at least Maggie should have been like Daryl. What the fuck? Some line item, like just some line of dialogue, just addressing exactly. Like maybe like, really Daryl, anything, something. You know what right. I mean? And so I think that was like a missed opportunity. So I do appreciate Rosita feeling that weight on herself yeah um because you know nobody else is going to point that finger because everybody's feeling the loss and that's not what you want to do that's not going to help anything right so i do appreciate her uh going down that road and feeling that path that's you know very warranted validated um but it just seems like since olivia and spencer because you know spencer was about to be her next one because he was like hey want to do dinner later and i'm like mm, that means he ain't gonna make it yeah true that. so i could see her feeling like doubly dissed by negan and like what within the same week maybe maybe two 
not even. Yeah. Because it was, I think that was their first drop to the Saviors. Because mm-hmm. they got the surprise inspection when they got the guns took. And this was like their first drop. So it was right. just the full week that they've been waiting for. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, so, so Rosita's definitely going through it. Um, but I just hope she's... I'm I'm glad she's taking like smart smarter risks I guess because she's a bit of a loose cannon you yeah. know right now but she's not dumb she's not just running off like all right well I'm gonna try to kill Negan again by myself with another one bullet you know what I mean right, right so this right. time she at least getting Sasha who is a sharpshooter got her brand new rifle and you know they are about to attempt a new plan yeah you know so she's going to try something different this next time so yeah. I'm even appreciate that you know so she's not changing up her tone she's just changing her tactic and hopefully this will work out better for her or you know even if it doesn't she's still trying to take her shot the only thing it's not it's a little bit of a small thing and it's a little peek behind the camera i mean behind the you know how the sasha is made that with sasha being the person that she teamed up with is that if they do go off rogue like they like they plan to sasha who is i forget the actress's name i I can see it it's like sanequa martin green that's right sanitha martin green she is the only one of the two that as far as i know has another job should something happen to her sasha you know sanitha martin green has been signed on to the cast of the new star trek series okay so it's like <laughs> so if she, so if this is a one way trip we can see which one not you making it out way, you know at least you know i know one of them that is most likely not going to make it right 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 you know they may take them both out yeah cuz speaking of you see heath is working like right. we see who took Heath. He's in New York or wherever, working at CTU, trying to catch terrorists. <laughs> exactly. So we see what happened. Here. That's why he was a key card there that Tara found, and he's going to be in Kong. He's in Skull Island. Oh yeah. Okay. Well now. So we I don't know who his who his uh, manager is, but yeah, the Heath he get is work. getting work. Yeah. Well, he's getting that work off of the, um, straight out of Compton. Clearly. You know what I mean? Um, so all right. So that that's the B story, but the A story, the main story of this of this episode, Rick Shone. was Rick Shone. And uh, I have to say, I ain't got no problem. This was a, this was a good episode. It was, it was fun. I liked it. It was fun. The Highlander moment, notwithstanding, right? Because <laughs> that's going to stand out and just like really dig it, like really dog for that. Really, that's dog, what, really, really, all right, like whatever. The sword just flies exactly, the air. but and straight, so like it didn't flip, it ain't rotate, <laughs> and she she didn't even see you alive yet. But she heard your voice and caught the sword. Like, she saw it and you all the one fell. Never mind. We're not going to go into this moment. But outside of that, it, it was very good. Um, and you definitely got the vibe that, like, this was like a whole little vacay for Rick. He wasn't in no rush to get back. You know, he just wanted to take those chances. We can make it. You know, I believe in us. And it's a beautiful thing. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, this was definitely a good episode. And I it liked nice it. Asses- it was a nice assessment of the of the two of them and what they mean to each other you know yeah because then you even see her kind of break down after when she kind of like when she was thinking about like damn i i thought i lost him today and then she's probably what didn't you know because she when she came to the conclusion she was telling him i can't lose you she probably hadn't had that thought before because that's not what you want to think about who you could lose on any given day but when you were faced with it today you know now she has to realize where 
what her feelings are and like damn how much that would have affected me had i lost some of that because i wouldn't have came back either from that right you know what i mean so she's probably realizing how much he means to her in this instance you know what i mean um she probably was cherishing him you know for the moments they had up until now but now it's just like a whole another like damn like now i'm realizing the stakes yeah you know what i mean and meanwhile it's not that she means any less to him it's just that he is more pragmatic more realist yeah more as a leader he know he's going to lose people you know what I mean and we're going to lose a lot and we could lose each other like right. he says that to her even though that's not the last thing you want to say to your mate or your partner real talk any one of us could go we can lose each other we can lose a lot of people you yeah. know going up against them but we're not fighting for ourselves we're fighting for the future and both of us are clearly willing to give our lives for our children and for Alexandria and right. to be free of the saviors and you when you think about it when you really think back about it it makes sense because you 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 got to think when Rick came into this whole thing he was family thick he had his wife he had his son he had his best friend yep. you know what i'm saying when Michonne, at least when we meet Michonne, she's got her boyfriend and I think her cousin, maybe her cousin or something, you know, like maybe some other relative, but they already died, which makes you think that they probably died, if not at the outset of the apocalypse, not long, not long into the apocalypse because they were well withered. Right. By the time you, you yeah, I think her. like when she was having her flashbacks, they were talking about whether they should stay at this new camp they were at, right. or whether they should go out on the road and you know try to find someplace better. Yeah. So, so she, so, so at that point, you know, she, like, had dealt with whatever family she had lost. You know, like mm -hmm. at the outset, he in the in the midst of the struggle, at least as far as we've seen, has lost his wife, has lost his best friend, and then. Losing probably somebody who felt probably just as much as family, Glenn, because like he said, at the beginning of this, John, it was Glenn that saved me. Yep. I would have been dead if not for that man. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, so he's had to quickly get to grips with like mm, and deal with loss, processing, and keep moving it on. Especially since he's always been in the leader role. I, honestly, I think that was kind of ingrained in ingrained in him from the beginning um i mean granted it was probably an easy choice to leave uh merle behind in yeah. like season one but then like season two with uh what was carol's daughter's name sophia sophia when they found her in the barn and nobody could like take everybody was nobody could take the shot and everybody was surprised to see her there and everybody was hoping that they would have found her alive and like everybody deflated in that moment she came creeping out that barn dead last and you know he stepped up and did what nobody else could in that instance that's um, true that's true you know what i mean so i think from the door you really think about lead to i don't want to say to lead is to lose but that's a part of it yeah. you know what i mean yeah so even the, and even before they found sophia when carl got shot you know it was it was still that deep that strong that those risks were that high yeah um and then even to get the medicine to save his son uh the farm's hand didn't make it the one that shot carl you know because of shame yeah but you know, just to get those medicines for him, and he didn't make it out. So, like, you really do get a, it gets ingrained to you from the beginning of, like, what it means to, because I think they were saying uh, when they had the infection at the uh, prison, uh, 
Herschel when he wanted to go in there and treat people for what he could. He was saying, like, every day we walk out the gate, you're taking a risk with your life. Only thing we get to decide for now is what we risk our lives for. You know what I mean? Right. Are you risking it for food? Are you risking it for guns? Are you risking it for each other? Right. Are you risking to save somebody that fell out? You know what I mean? Right. So everything is a risk and everything is like life and death. It just makes every decision that much heavier. There you go. Yeah, this was a good episode. This is maybe the best episode of the season. Yes, it was. It was so fun. far. It was a lot of fun. And, and it's almost over. I can't it is. We're it. halfway there. We're halfway there. It's crazy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back here at the Malcolm Comics and Coffee House for next week for more of Dead Tribbles Talking. Um, brought to you on Black Tribbles, Black Tribbles Podcast Network, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, every place good podcast be. Uh, it's as well as on blacktribbles.com. Hit us up with emails at blacktribbles at gmail.com or tweet us and find us on Facebook at Black Tribbles. For everybody here at the Malcolm Comics, for the Master Tribble, this is the Bat Tribble. In parting, we say. All you have to do is say yes. <laughs> we out. Please. Yes. Yes.